M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final, Final Word! Westwood ah. One presents <laughs> The Final Word. The Final Word. With Frangela. Frangela. The Final Word. That was nice, that was Angela. Angela. That was Angela. That was me doing a very, a very ferocious. That was nice. Thank you. You know what? You know what kills me? I see what's, what's going on now. You know, well, you've been getting too many complimentary yeah, emails yeah, on the sound yeah. effects. So I'm gonna dip into your. I'm dipping into your pond. <laughs> sound effects pond. Ooh, rogo, 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 rogo. That's an old car being started. Uh, no, it's actually auga, auga, auga. No, that those are um, stereotyped um, Africans. And no, it's not. Racist cartoon. No, it's not. Auga, auga, auga is a tea like a tea bird. No, that's something like frats do when they're like it's not stepping. They go auga. Oh, no. that's what it's something no, like. No, that. no, 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 no. Um, okay, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 welcome to the final word. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. There's that's so right. much news. That's right. We There's watch so the much news, so you don't have to, because that's right. Lord knows it will damage your soul. Mm. And we're here to take some of that hit, okay? Because it just the reality of now is that reality is questionable. Mm-hmm. And every day there are a billion stories that all need to be addressed. And I would tell you, it. We struggle to cut it down oh <laughs> to a God. manageable amount. But we have to say, to start off, if you were worried about the Iran deal, you don't, that's done. Yeah. Uh, that just happened. You know, a pin has been stuck in that pony. It's just sort of ridiculous because not only have they been for... Well, actually, he said this in the campaign, Donald mm-hmm. Trump, um, that he wanted to get rid of this deal. That's a horrible deal. Never should have been made. No specifics, but never should have been made. And, of course, you know, we talked, I believe, last week about babies, uh, be, you know, Netanyahu, yes. about his um, his pl- presentation, mm-hmm. his effects yes. presentation on Iran lied, and it just says, like, Iran lied. Iran lied. So people have known this was going to happen. Yes, I guess I was holding out hope in my mind. Well, you know what? The 2015 deal, which was signed by the United States, Britain, France, Germany, Russia, China, and Iran. I want you to listen to that. Those Russia, China, and our allies all agreed to this. When do we ever get that? Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, we are dealing... You know what? The thing that makes me the angriest, Angela, is is that we are watching, and, and I'm watching other people say it, 
and you know it, is that this president, ever since that correspondence, if I could go back in time, Angela, just if I could week. time, if I could go back in the in in the in in time travel, I would go back to 2011 to that oh, correspondence man. dinner where Obama made that joke about Donald Trump, and where Obama became Donald Trump's mortal enemy. You know what? That is a solid call. Because when you think, you know, like if I got a time machine, I go back to Hitler. I always quibble. Do you kill him as a child mm-hmm. or do you let him get into art school? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? I've like, always, I've always know, advocated art school. That's what I'm like. Well, because Kim killing people. You right, know, right. Kind of. But still, but I, I actually advocate killing him because I feel like that's the safest way. Right, right, but, right. Because art school, he might not do well and get mad and not sell people. So, but that's a really good point because I wonder if we could. Yes, if we if I could change that moment of time, that nexus of time, I believe that we I would, we wouldn't we, be here now. We would change this timeline. We'd be complaining about Mitt Romney we'd or be, something. We'd be complaining about maybe Mitt Romney, and maybe not thinking that the whole world was going to go into war. Exactly, and we'd be pissed about something. But he did do the health care in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. so we you know. But that's amazing. I think you might be right. We have to go back. His ego. I, that is, I wonder if, if instead you had Obama praise him mm-hmm. and say that he's so great in the business community where he should stay because he's great. Right, right. Immediately as I'm watching Trump, as the words come out of his mouth. Slowly and painfully to not only us, but dictionary.com. Therefore, I am announcing today that the United States will withdraw from the Iran nuclear deal. Uh, I go, as I I was typing into my my browser, I said, you know, now what happens after this? You know, what's the effect of this? Okay. And so immediately as I'm, as I'm typing it in, I'm seeing that, uh, you know, that, that there's, that Israel is preparing for war. Yeah. They want us to fight their war. They want us to fight the war. You know, wants to start a war in Iran, and I, and I'm like, this this announcement just got made. But he's he's been it's saying it's been election. minutes. It's been minutes. But everybody, you know, here's the thing. It's it's. I don't want to be a hope killer, but we were all we sent in, we sent Macron up in there. We thought maybe that would mm-hmm. do something from France, but no. The fact that it it does seem utterly irrelevant to Donald Trump and the the lackey idiots of his cabal cabinet. The only relevant factor to them does seem to be: Did it happen during the Obama administration? Yeah. Because the reality is, he could take he could take claim this. He could do a lot of things if he needed to make it feel like it was his. But you, what makes you think, man, who's never been elected to any office? I would argue, including this one, and you think a deal with all those our allies and two our biggest, uh, you know, whatever adversaries. Yes. Well, you you, you just go. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> like, and what kills me is is that. The, what you realize is that the people who are literally dams against destruction and and dumbness and bad decisions are going like yep. McMaster. So now that he has people like Bolton and Pompeo and everybody else who will feed into his fever dream of of of, of starting wars or you know or see, seeming big and strong and tall and 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 making good on his promises and and America's you know we don't we're no we don't put out empty threats. That's what he said today. The the United States no longer makes empty threats. When I make promises, I keep them. 
You know, yes. we we don't do empty threats anymore. Now that he has people, actually, to, we never did empty threats. Never. That's your thing, dude. Exactly. You're the person who's threatening people every week. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, look in the mirror. This is the pro. There are many problems with this. When you have generals and people who have been in the military and people who are from the State Department, I mean, universally, yes, universally by people who are actually qualified. This getting out of the Iran deal has been viewed as the worst thing we could do, and mm-hmm. absolutely makes no sense. Unless, of course, you're looking at right now is and I have to say more and more that what every decision that seems to be getting made is about just creating a new enemy. Anybody but me and my my, my Russian colluding cabal. Yep. Anybody but me, Trump and, and Stormy. Mm-hmm. I need so what am I going to do? I'm going to harass Hondurans. I'm going to throw them out and even though they've been here for 20, 30 years and their children are, are citizens. Yeah. I'm going to round up families at the border, have Beauregard go out there and, and announce that, that and then very much in a internment camp mm-hmm. playbook of a fascist regime policy we're going to grab people and throw them into what can only be called internment camps yep. and separating um, you know, parents from their children Your papers, please. and saying so caustically and without an ounce of empathy or sympathy or even humanity well if you brought your kid here basically you deserve to have it stripped from you yes. so th- the, it, that made me cry yeah. and I think it is It's all get rid of the Iran deal and you know what this is the thing when he sends your, ch- your child to go fight this yes that's right to distract you. Yes. So that he can be, it's wrong to critique a president who's at war. Remember that? Yep. Yep. Remember how y'all did that during Bush? We're not allowed to say anything negative about him because mm. we're at war. That's what I believe, that's, I think you're absolutely right, what this is entirely about. Well, you know, and then when I'm looking at that the NRA will hire Ali North. North. Okay. Ali North? Thank you. Can we stop for Somebody a minute? Somebody that we know, not only will he sell guns, oh, he'll sell fool. your enemies your guns. For, this is what I don't understand. You won't hire Pookie, and he has one misdemeanor Girl, pot tell drug. It. You tell know, it. Was caught tell with it. a caught with a you know what they call a him misdemeanor when the joint, when the joint a misdemeanor a, uh, a, a misdemeanor <laughs> a misdemeanor. <laughs> That is that's so that's my new scent, Mister Mima. Yeah, Mister Mima. That is a, a new scent by Francis Callier, <laughs> Mister Mima. <laughs> Get it now in any in any it's place you get smelly shit. I got excited. <laughs> a roach. misdemeanor. You know, I you can won't, say you won't hire Pookie because he's got you know a misdemeanor something <laughs> yeah. charge, right? You know, or he he violated his probation <laughs> once because he didn't call when he went to Chicago because he got a free ticket to see his friend Ray Ray and them. Meek Mill popped a willy on the fucking street and you put his ass back in jail. That's what I'm saying. But I'll ignore. <laughs> Ollie, why am I hearing about him at all, North? Yes. You know, Laffy. Laffy, who you all know from, um, she's an amazing political. She's on Twitter all the time. She's been on everybody's shows, like Nicole Sandler. She's really cool. She's a friend of ours. Her, she wrote, how'd this get past us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how'd this happen? I, let people know you're, who you're interviewing. Yeah. I didn't know. Ollie North? Ollie North. I mean, Ollie fucking North. So was there nobody from a crime family available? No. Like, were all the mob people in jail? Like, I don't understand. Why don't you just go ahead and pick a drug, like a drug dealer or something? Like, what the hell? I know. I know. But it just goes to show you that that you will, that when you do things like what he did, sooner or later, you and you do the time. You don't put people... What, what I see is that's a that's a uh, a gift that's a Arms trophy. Sales. That Arms is sales. he's being that is a reward for being what and who he was. 
he's never supposed to be able to walk out in public again. I know. That is supposed to be his point without people going, are you all in North? That's what's supposed to happen. For them, that's, they put him up into, by putting him into that position, they he's are placing darling. him. That's right. I heard people they're, referring to him as a darling like, of the exactly. conservative He's a movement. crown jewel. That's what I, how I see it. It's like, what's, you know what? My crown is missing something. I know what we're missing. Ollie North. If you go look it up, if you're if you're younger or you don't you don't know about the Iran Contra, you don't know about the Ali North, you should look it up because um, when I tell you that it is inconceivable, it is to me mm-hmm. sort of because everybody knows who Al Capone is. Imagine if you woke up tomorrow and you heard that Al Capone was the new Attorney General, you'd go, "Wait, what?" Again, <laughs> like now this is not a government post. This is a private organization that's you know. Um, it seems like its only real agenda is the destruction of our society in favor of gun manufacturers, the NRA. But the fact that being arrested for the treasonous, treasonous activities that mm-hmm. he engaged that he engaged in, Ollie North, that was found guilty of. Okay, this is not like, oh, did he do it and he quit, so there wouldn't be an ethics probe. Happened, did it, all right. that. Um, the, this a private organization that is privately funded would make him the head of it. We have, there is, I don't know if there was a Rubicon, but not only did we cross it, mm. I think we crossed it, walked back over, pissed on it. I was going to say, we shat, we shat in the river. That's what I'm saying. We shat in the river. I just, then, then, I mean, we, then we denied all knowledge of that's it. That's right. What Rubicon? I don't know no Rubicon. Rubicon. I didn't date no Rubicon. I got no, no Rubicon friends or babies. Nuh-uh. I know nothing about no Rubicon. That's, I mean, liter- that's how bad it is. Yes, yes, yes. And another thing we want to talk about this week and get to is uh, New York Attorney Air, Attorney General oh, Eric on, Schneiderman, uh, who was a public champion of the Me Too movement, now appears to be the latest example of on the scale of insidiousness of cruelty. It's like a piece of charcoal. Bring it over here right now. Okay, this is bad. I'm assuming you've maybe heard, but just in case you have. Yeah, he had to resign late Monday after the New Yorker magazine. That day. That day. (laughs) Published an article in which four women accused him of abusing them physically and emotionally. Uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo had to come out and he said, you know, he said, he's like, you know what? I got to, you got to go. Yeah, well, Cuomo does too. But for for different reasons. For for the things he did in office. office. Yeah, these, the, the women have come forward have said, Various uh, forms of we're talking about like strangle, strangling, yeah. strangulation. He choked them. He hit them. Um, often. One woman who wasn't. I think a few of these women were in a relationship mm-hmm. with him, a romantic relationship at the time of this these uh, abusive incidents. But I think one or two of them, at least one, was not. Mm-hmm. And she, my understanding is that what she says happened is that she was. Um, he hit on her at a party. She declined, and he smacked her. Yeah, because that's how you take no. Right. Um. So that those that came out. This <laughs> New Yorker came out, and within I don't know four or five hours hours he had quit yes and that because he's like but he is saying at this moment right uh-huh. that this was consensual right uh, adult snm play or right. something like that right um the one of the women uh was saying that schneiderman drank heavy, heavy heavily and would often force them to drink alcohol uh this one woman was saying that uh schneiderman um i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna just not do well with this name selvarat selvaratanam what the fuck? I think. Sally. Yes. Uh, she said the Schneiderman called her, her his brown slave and forced her to say that he she was his property. He, he, the reason why we're talking about this is because these women 
were um, advised by friends. Mm-hmm. And these are women who are they're all, uh, they're professional, professional, feminist, accomplished. Women, accomplished women. And they were advised, Lawyers, yes, advised by their friends and families that not only is he a powerful man and can do harm to them, but that was one reason why they shouldn't come out and expose him. But the second reason that they were told not to come out and expose him is because he's a good guy for our side. I think we need to seriously visit what good guy means. Yeah. If we're at a point where somebody who is, um, and it sounds like from what he has said, he's not, his statement, mind you, wasn't I, this didn't happen. Mm-hmm. His statement at this point is, whatever happened was consensual. Right. Not that he didn't strangle people. Right. But that it was consensual. Now, he hasn't spoken to specifically each of these accusations at this point. Right. But he quit in a big hurry. Well, you know what? And here's my thing. I am, you know what? We are not uh, the purity police in this way. Right. I, if you, I don't care what your, you know, adult times right. are. And here's my problem with consent. If it was consensual, these people wouldn't be showing up today saying these things happened to me. They wouldn't have gone to the police and reported it. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have told friends about their feelings about no. it. They would have, they, you know what? They would have come back for more if they enjoyed it. And I, we're back at, you know, there's a number of issues around this, but what you were starting to get at, and I think you're, this is exactly it, where I, and I've gotten not like a lot of blowback, but some pushback from people on this. I don't believe you vote for people just because they say they're a Democrat. Mm-hmm. I believe you vote for people because they actually embody the platform that you believe in. Mm-hmm. So for me, anybody who says that they're anti-choice, that's not a Democrat. That's somebody who's in a Demo- who's trying to get elected in a district that's Democrats mm-hmm. and knows that most of us won't be able to or won't do the research to find out that they really aren't a Democrat, but that's they can't run as a Republican and win. Well, I don't believe we're winning anything when we allow bad candidates or bad people to work for us. So from my point of view, what th- this man is of no value to our side, if you will, but frankly, he's in a position in the um, U.S. Attorney's Office, mm-hmm. right? He's a district attorney. Yeah. Um, where this is not a but this his job is not partisan. No. He's like he's not. He's, he's not supposed. To, to, also, he's well as a human being. Yeah. He's not supposed to attack people. No. He's, he's, he's supposed to be there in, in terms of things that are legal or illegal justice. It should have nothing to do with whether or not people are Democrats or Republicans. Right. But what I will die, I don't believe, you know, I believe in changing. I believe it's a it's a journey, not a destination. You know I do. Mm-hmm. If you have a good argument, give it to me. You can change my mind. Right. You really can. But I will never, ever, ever be okay with abandoning your principles, abandoning what makes what we're all fighting for, for a vote. Right. For for a, a for D what, behind for, somebody's for, for name. what Trump was saying, why you should vote for fucking Roy Moore last year. And people said it, and they and they did vote for him. That and was a yes. close fucking election between a child molester and a really qualified candidate who did disappoint me with some of his votes. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. We're not done with you, Doug. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. We're going to have to have a Doug. Because we came out for you. That happened. We showed the fuck up for you. See, if you need a Doug, tell him he going to get Call. You know what I want to. But exactly. Yes. You know what I, I want to example I want to give is, you know, we have a friend who we were at their home and the the Bill Cosby stuff was raging, uh, even getting even bigger. And this is about a few years ago, maybe three, four years ago. And he was like, uh, he's a writer, and he said, "Oh well, everybody's always known about Bill Cosby. Yeah. We we all. He, mm-hmm. That's the way he said it. We well we always knew. We knew. I was like, what? what? Answer and I were like, huh? Because he was a stand-up. He was a stand-up. At that time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, and one of the things.
things that struck me the biggest during that whole thing was reading about people's account at David Letterman at the David Letterman show. Mm-hmm. And one of the women was saying, "Yes, it was well known that that you could not if you worked at the Letterman show and every in, in Letterman loved to have Cosby on." Mm-hmm. If you were a woman, you you knew not to be alone with him. You were told not to be alone with him. You were told not to accept anything to drink from him. This is my problem. Think about that. Think about that. You're at your job. That's right. And your boss or somebody pulls you aside and goes, hey, girl, number one, you're like, Bill Cosby's coming today. No, 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 no. Not only do we not never be alone with him, but don't take any liquids from him. There was a protocol that was in place within their system on how women were to interact with a rapist. That's right. Well, here we are back at it's what we get told. We tell there's a problem with college rape. Oh, you should take self-defense classes and, and, and watch your drinking. Mm-hmm. How about we deal with the rapists? Exactly. Why is it always our behavior that's got to change? Exactly. Every, we got to now dance around the office and be like, is it, wait, who is it? Did you, who, who put that coffee on my desk? Right. I need to know who put the coffee on my desk. Exactly. Because if it's, you know, if it's, if it's Roy through, uh, uh, you know, Bill, I can't have it. <laughs> Right. But um, Judy, was it you? Okay, cool. Like, it's like, now we have to, you're expected at your job, let alone at some bar. And the protectionism of the rapist is the thing for Imagine, me. Imagine, had, had people been willing had, to hear this thank you. and to back up the first 10 women who said it, there wouldn't be 40 to 60 more who went through this hellish experience. And I don't That I'm, we know of. That we know. And I believe this man, I, did he, I'm like, how did you have time for comedy? Yes. Um, but I like, I look at the situation with um, uh, Schneiderman. Schneiderman and I'm like, here's the deal. I don't give a fuck if he was really great at his job. That's I right. don't care if he's Me a either. Democrat. What I do care about is you can't this. We have to have values. We ha- we can't sit around. You look at Trump. That's their whole strategy now. That's right. Trump's entire midterm strategy is, look, we have to keep the House because otherwise they'll impeach me. That's what he's telling everyone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who the candidate is. It doesn't matter if they're a child molester. Blankenship. Blankenship. Can oh we my- talk about this okay, motherfucker? I know we're jumping. This killing ass. It's all in the murderous same. motherfucker. It's all in the same venue. Can I just ask coal miners? And I know that we have a huge coal mining listenership. Um, <laughs> I think West Virginia, we are the number one podcast there. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Don't quote me, I but do I'm know pretty for a sure. Fact that one black miner who is a friend of mine. A coal miner? Or coal last miner. name is mine. No, no. Coal miner in West Virginia does listen to us. Well, that must, that, he might be the entire black coal mining <laughs> think, population. So. so we have a hundred, I'm going to go with we have a hundred percent of the black coal miners. <laughs> In our listening audience. Um, here's the deal. Blake and Ship went to jail for killing your people. That's right. Like 20 of them. Mm-hmm. In one of his crappy ass minds. Yep. Do you know how hard it is? Do you know how difficult it is to prosecute an executive or an owner of a company? Multi-millionaire. Multi-millionaire for workplace deaths? Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen very often. Even in, in even in the most insidious and obvious of situations, You this doesn't happen. This man, in fact, we've talked about it before because he, on his way to jail, stopped at a Trump rally yeah. with coal miners and they were all applauding him. And I was like, what, you're applauding? This man killed you. Yep. He, he made sure that that all the regulations that would ki- save your lives and the lives right. of your friends and family, okay, were, rem- were removed. And what he wants to that do... Was, and it was against the law. That's, that's why he had to go to jail. Right. And what he wants to do is now have an official governmental title 
so that he can do that even more. And then we can just get a workplace. (laughs) Why do we need workplace safety? Exactly. When the man said, the man said, I am Trumpier than Trump. That's that's he literally just said that. And this is the thing. The reason that Trump is saying don't vote for him isn't because of that. It isn't because of his program or so-called platform, whatever that might be. Um, I'm hoping it's not killing people. But anyway, I haven't really paid attention because he's an it's inconceivable to me. But Trump has come out and his the only forum he knows, which is bad grammar on Twitter, um, which, by the way, the whole dictionary dot com, they've been trolling him. And it's really fucking hysterical. You've got to check it out. But um, he in a tweet said that people shouldn't vote for Blankenship because he can't win the general mm-hmm. and we need this vote because they might try to impeach me. Right. Yet again, we're not talking about this candidate. And mm-hmm. here's my problem. This is why we have shitty candidates because we know if you say, well, as we're going to sit here and I'm going to, I'm going to defend this um, Schneiderman. I'm going to defend him because he's a Democrat, although that shouldn't really play no. here. I'm going to defend him because he's a Democrat no matter, I don't even know necessarily how good a job he's done in his job. Mm-hmm. But don't don't call him out for crimes. Yeah. For physical, emotional cri- crimes against hum- other human beings when he works in the, prosecute the criminals. That's right. like his job. It's like, it's like if I am against frying vegetables, I work the fryer at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Well, there aren't, you know, there's just potatoes, but still, mm-hmm. it's wrong. I just, if we're, if that's all that matters, we're just as bad as they are, yeah. you know? And I just know, I know that if we start paying attention, like, I, you know, I'm still mad at the Democrats for supporting, um, what's his name in Illinois? Yeah. Um, because it's like, you know, we have an opportunity now to get good candidates that we can back fully. Yep. Without, you know, there are people, but trust me, I know there's there's got to be some people out there who haven't strangled anyone. I know. <laughs> Just, I know. Be, now, see, this is the thing. I'm going to admit to something. I am not one of them. I have strangled two people. <laughs> now, neither of them died. Right. Just to get that and on And it was GP. not during sex. And it was not during sex at all. Oh, uh, that was an assumption of mine. And then as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like... Damn it, I may be stepping oh, no, all no, up no, in no. it. You know I'm not kinky. <laughs> no, you're not no, kinky. No, I'm not. The kinkiest I get is that I, I'm like, use my real name. That's it. That's about as kinky as, you know, I'll be like, I'm going to call you mean landlord. You call me, you know, Jenny No Rent. Whatever. That's about as kinky as I'm willing to go. My safe word is, fuck you. You know, stop. So, no, yeah, that's true. Not during such, but I, so that's, that's not me. Yeah, I can't. If strangulation is on is on the table, it, it's been a while though. It's been like mm-hmm. twenty five years since my last strangling. I think right, 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 right. And it was deserved. I mean, I, we don't have to waste time on it. But mm-hmm. trust me on this. It was a warning strangulation, which I know is not a. T- my mother told me that's not actually an, um, a piece of law. No, there's it's no not. such thing as a warning strangulation no, apparently. No, but no. I, in my defense, I did not know that at the time. Right. Right, right, right. So, right. but this is the thing. And then people, have, I've had people write to, um, to us at frangela08 at gmail.com, which you should. We answer all our emails and say, so what you're saying is, because I've said I won't vote for an anti-choice candidate. Right. An anti-choice candidate is not a Democrat. Yep. Uh, it's on the plat- party platform, people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and they're like, and I've had people write to me and say, are you saying, I mean, don't you think the Democrats have our best chance? I was like, of what? Taking away my rights? Right. Like, n- no, I'm not. My life is not a side dish to yours. No. Mm, yeah. I, you know, like. I couldn't agree. This is what we're saying. It is not. We need to bring the same rigorous level of examination professionally, morally, ethically, 
career-based, whatever. We need to bring this, be willing to examine our and investigate our choices and the people that we support That's just right. as stringently as we do the people we don't. Yep. Otherwise, we are just hypocrites, and there's no point to anything we're doing. Here's the thing. You know, I know that people loved, at the time, they loved Spitzer, and they yes. loved Edwards. I'm mad, and they yes. loved And they loved Anthony Weiner. Yep. Um, and I'm mad at Weiner because he, wa- he was really good at his job. Yeah, you and know, he could have done amazing hurt. things. Hurt. But you can't... He's in just his lose pa- these people in his panties with his child next no. to him, sending pictures to under you to can't this underage do that girl. Then. You know, I'll do you what my daughter does. She when she goes shame shame, she she sweeps her finger across the other finger, finger. That old school shame shame yes. shame. And she calls them shame sprinkles. She's like, oh, you need to get you shame, shame sprinkles. sprinkles, shame sprinkles, shame sprinkles, shame sprinkles. Yeah, you just can't. And, and if we we've got to stop being willing to just throw away everything on these people who are never going to be able to do what we need them to do. I know. Like it's it's just not okay. It's, you know what? Here for me, if we com- don't start demanding more, we won't get it. For me, the uh, compromise is not worth it, and that and it isn't a compromise. It is worse than compromise. It is um, beating a batting down everything that I know to be right within me to get something that seemingly I want. I want, and what I if nothing. The, the, the time uh, that I've spent on this earth has taught me that every time you compromise yep. yourself, your values in that way, it is like pet cemetery. Yep. What you think you're, was going to grow and come from that, mm-hmm. will no, you, you will nothing, you will birth nothing but death and it's destruction unholy. and an unholy, something it will un- be fucking unholy. unholy. Yeah, it'll be yeah. your cat, but yeah. it's going to um, fuck you up yes. and be unholy. Yeah, it's going to eat yeah. your throat and, and then it's, it's going to eat your trachea in the middle tra- of the night. But look like your cat. But yes, That's what you're going to get. You're gonna get, and you're absolutely. I mean, from this is the thing we have pay attention to the fact that, like, for example, Sarah Huckabut the other day, she's out here trying to defend what's her name. Um, that that uh, she actually uh, said that she would withdraw her nomination. Mm-hmm. Um, the the um, you know, for um, for CIA, for CIA, uh, uh, what's, CIA. What's she's name? a torturer, they call torture Molly, Molly torture. What's her mm-hmm. damn name? I'm looking for it. You know, I'm having a hard time with the names again. Yeah. Um, I think I have a, an issue, but um, yes, yeah, I don't she, know, I want to call her Helsinki, but that ain't her name. <laughs> Her name ain't Helsinki. You gotta love us for who we are, not (laughs) for not for necessarily, not for accuracy, (laughs) not for accuracy. (laughs) It's right in here. I have it. Oh my gosh, I'm looking for her name. But um, you know, she offered to withdraw her nomination because you know she apparently had a lot to do and was at least present for one uh, waterboarding um, and many others, and was involved in the CIA torture. torturing mm-hmm. uh, after 9-11 and um, Trump and Huckle, I guess Hucklebuck got sent over there with somebody else to talk her into not right. pulling her um, nomination because as Trump says she's tough on terror. Right and that's what he wants. He right. wants He wants someone. And Sarah Hucklebutt did. She pulled the, the woman card if you will. The gender yeah, card. Which sure I did. hate these terms. They're so ridiculous. There's no gender card whatever the fuck. Mm. But uh, but Hirsch what she said is you know any Democrat who's against this woman's nomination isn't for empowering women. I'm like empowering women to torture people? Mm. Like, let me be clear about something. I don't. I feel like she sounds like she's empowered because right. I feel like when you waterboard people, that's not an expression of your insecurity. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you're not like you know what? I don't feel equal. So I'm a waterboard people. Here's my thing. This is. Do you want to be Sarah Huckabee? Do you want to have? Do you want to be the Republican Party? Do you want to be a party that doesn't give a shit about this country, its children, its immigrants, populations, any of its deals, healthcare? I mean, this week Trump is trying to pull literally cut. Seven billion dollars from Chip, but meanwhile, meanwhile, his wife initiated a program. Be best, be, be, be best. best. 
The best and by one. best, I mean not good enough. Bitch, find a conjunction. Be the best. Be your best. She's an expert, Francis. She's on an be ex- best. Are you on an expert visa? No, your parents just had you here. She, we needed her. Okay, we had to import her expertness. I feel like she's wearing that hat all the time now too. Have you noticed? <laughs> I mean, either they're, this is the problem. I don't know if they're just continually using that picture because it makes people laugh. The big white hat, yeah. or as we call it, the Trump deflector. Yeah. But like, he goes in for a kiss, and the hat is like, eh, won't yeah. let you do it. Um, like. I feel like every picture I've seen of her is that picture now. I'm like, is yeah. she wearing that hat every day? Good for you, Melania. But get it in different colors because it's suspicious. But here's the deal. That's, we have got to, we aren't, getting somebody into office who strangles people is not a victory. No. Getting somebody into office who molests people, harasses women, mm-hmm. is not a victory. Who calls people China people? Okay, China people. What the fuck was that, Angela? Okay. And then he doubled down um, on it. No, he did because he unfortunately, as we've it. talked about, you know, I went, you know, and this all speaks to, we got an email from a, a listener um, and a really great uh, f- fan friend, Linda D. And she was basically, she wrote to us, um, she's, uh, she said, you know, uh, I'm really, really having an obsession slash anger problem with the whole hypocrisy mm. thing. You know, we how we watch Republicans and their TV channels go after the Obamas. And when they couldn't find anything, they just made stuff up. And then there's the whole locker up thing. And it's hard because, and I, Linda, I wanted, wanted to address it in your email specifically because I know we all sit there. Yep. And it does. It's like this. I think of it as almost bubbling up inside you, the rage about it. You're like, they went off about a tan suit. Yep. They went off about call Michelle Obama a whore yep. for having dressed where her upper arms were exposed. Exactly. And I can pick the first lady's titties out quicker than my own. Yes. And this is, I don't have a problem with posing. I mean, you know, I don't like pornography, but I believe in your right to have it. It's mm-hmm. consensual, you know, adult, not abusive, whatever. I, I defend people's right to see it. I, and I'm not moralizing, but they are. They yeah. sat up there, they're on the same year that he Donald Trump was their candidate, they called pornography a national mental health crisis. And also, I want to throw in here, what you talk about this outrage and, and what they're doing. Did you see this uh, this uh, Israeli oh. firm, Black Cube, that they have it's gotten... It's just Blackwater. I don't know why they... <laughs> right. You know what I mean? They got to just get more creative. But 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 here's my thing. So we're, going, we're about to find out that somebody from the Trump administration hired mm-hmm. a uh, black ops uh, or, uh, company to f- try to dig up or create opposition a, a, research. A, a, yep. opposition research for anybody who worked on the Iran plan okay that's right and so and then and then they started calling people's homes uh talking to this one man's wife about uh work she was doing for her uh, raising money for her daughter's school in dc some really underhanded dark because for some reason and i am sick of people falling for this argument you this doesn't work for me logically and you hear it you see it all the time and giuliani actually has been we don't oh, even have time. We don't even have time to get into oh, Let me just say this. If I was, uh, for some reason, being charged with capital murder, right? right? And I was facing the death penalty. And they had decided that, that whatever the, whatever, if I was found guilty, they're going to do it in the courtroom that day. Mm-hmm. Just right after. There was no chance of an appeal. And I had the choice between your daughter as an attorney. Oh, yeah. My hand with lipstick on it and some eyes <laughs> as an attorney. <laughs> Or Rudy Giuliani, I'm gonna tell you, I'd interview your daughter, right, and think about the lipstick on my hand. <laughs> yes, but I'd be like, no, no, I don't need the Rudy. Right, Rudy's been causing trouble and fucking up, not and admitting he doesn't know the facts, but still arguing. Yes, um, and saying really horrible things. We don't even have the time to win him, but one of those things was this. Yeah, it's like he's up there. This argument of you say, okay, this person. Blankenship killed. You know, is responsible for these deaths. And he goes, yeah, well, other people did things. Yeah. 
that is what are you ten? That's, that's not that's an argument. That's not an argument. And I, you know what? My feelings and like and this he engaged. You know, people wanted to look at what about Bill Clinton? What about Bill Clinton? I'm like, what about Bill Clinton? You're yeah. right. That happened. It was wrong. It was fucked up. Whatever. Moving on. Yeah. Here we are today. We don't need hypotheticals. We don't need to talk about this. If you need to talk, if you need to get out all of your angst over the Clinton administration, which if you still have some, seriously, I don't. I don't know what to do for you. I don't know what to do for you, dude, because that's all that you've done for years. <laughs> like, yeah. Those are the facts that we're still uh, wor- working on, and that you know maybe in a little bit of dispute. This is more rumor than it is anything else. But well, that's what here, you said. The, here, you said that to BuzzFeed. But here's the re- well, yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the possibilities and one of the rumors. Uh, the, the reality is, you stated it as fact. Well, maybe I did, but I was uh, right now. I'm at the point where I'm learning, and I can only I can't prove that. I can just say it's rumor. I can prove it's rumor, but I can't prove it's fact. Yeah, maybe we will. I gotta tell you, I don't even know what he was trying to say. It's it's important that we are honest with ourselves. And that we demand more out of each other because yep. we can. There are better candidates out here. Yep, there really are. And my so my final word, Angela, is you know what? Haspel. That's Haspel. her name. Haspel, not Ooh. Helsinki, but uh, Haspel. You see, Gina Haspel. Gina, I'm sorry. Okay, so that's Gina how it Haspel. always happens too. I'm just sitting there and I went, oh Haspel. Yes, Gina Haspel is not Helsinki. That's right. But she's the one who offered to withdraw her nomination to become the next CIA director. I, I and Huckleberry and, and Hucklebutt and Mark Short, who's the White House director of legislative affairs, whatever the fuck that means, talked her into or want her to not pull it. The one. Good argument. I've seen somebody, a Democrat, come out and make for her, mm-hmm. for Gina Haspel. And uh, in this is this. As a career person in the CIA, you know, he said, basically, if we if people if we don't uh, give people promotions based on operations that they've been involved in, he go, he said, basically, no one would move up through the ranks. And so hmm. he was saying that basically he was saying she was doing what she was told. Yeah, I, this is a really historically bad argument. It is a bad argument. Because for me, the minute you say I was following orders, I'm right at not Nuremberg. Right. So that's I I, you know, here's the deal with life. Actually, you're supposed to not carry out that order. Well, when you know it's illegal and immoral, mm-hmm. you, you know, and you take the hit. If that means that you go to jail, because I know in the military that that's one of the things that can happen, then you go to jail. But you're, we're, at least I was told the whole good person thing. But Remember that? The whole be a good person yeah. thing? But I have heard people on our side make that argument for her. And I've well, put that out there. Are you telling me there's nobody else at the CIA who you could promote who wasn't involved in the torture program? Is that what they're saying? That, it's, that's what it sounds like. Well, then we need to, re, we need to, need to have a... I'm not kidding. Like, that's they what need it sounds to go to like. a swap meet or rent a parking lot at a gro- grocery store and start a major hiring mm-hmm. campaign for the CIA. Because if that's what you're saying is that there's everybody the, at the CIA is, is compromised. Everybody's dirty. And this is about as good as going to get. At least she's been there for a while. Then to me, it sounds like we need to maybe call ZipRecruiter. I don't know. Some one of them. And like hook up the CIA. Back. That's that's I'm not I'm not kidding. That's ultimately is what I believe that that, that what they're saying is, is that I, I, I there's say, nobody you clean. will never get Thurgood Marshall if you don't stop putting up Clarence Thomas. That's true. So that is my point. All right, then that is that's, my that's, final, that's your word. final word. Now it's time for emails. Gotta go get your email. Oh, I should have been filming you. This is the thing. I wish you could see because she is selling it. She is selling this, people. She's dancing, and this thing you know when she's closing her eyes because she because you I know it sounds. It. It's it's she's Whitney Houston in her head. I, it is I amazing am. in her head. I I am. Am. 
She's like, the greatest love <laughs> of us. Oh, that was, oh, oh. But you know what we I like? We can do better than that. Breaking stereotypes. Just because we're black women of a certain size don't mean we can carry a note, bitches. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Can't carry a note ha- across the street. Can't do it. Can't do it. First up, this is from Holly S. Thank you for writing. She said, fast food expectations. Really? She said, girl, I was eating at Popeye's while listening to the Idiot of the Week. I laughed so hard at the lady who went crazy after eating there, and I snorted my drink and some delicious dirty rice through my nose. It hurt so bad, I contemplated self-surgery with a plastic knife. See, that t- this is somebody who really listens to Idiot. Mm-hmm. Love you, ladies. Holly. She says, P.S. When your comedy album coming out? We're, we're working on the final touches now, Holly. Right now. Um, we're trying to make um, somebody else's routine in dark. No. Um, <laughs> no, very soon. But thank you, Holly. And if you missed last week's video of the week, they're all up there tonight. I would encourage you to go listen. Mm-hmm. Because fast food expectations, you may feel that you've heard enough of these stories, but you haven't. Mm-mm. You haven't. Mm-mm. Thank you. Next, this is from Conrad V. Laugh Out Loud. Please keep repeating how you, you uh, want to fight with Ivanka, Ivanka Trump. This is the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. I did pick this email. <laughs> the funniest was when you said no one has said anything to you about it. And that made me laugh so hard. I think you and Mama, that's Stephanie Miller, because we're on Stephanie Miller's show every Friday afternoon or at the last hour. Um, Mama should come up with some kind of skit and Jim could play the MC. And I think he's Jim Ward, yeah, probably. Jim Ward. Um, uh, this is the thing. Um, it's not that I want to fight Ivanka. Let me clarify. Right. I believe it would be healthy for me. Right. I believe that it would be, and I haven't talked to my psychiatrist about this, and mm-hmm. he may not agree because of the whole violence thing, but he's weird like that. Right. What I've said is I would feel better, I think, if we could have one straight up, totally legit, <laughs> not fucked up fight. No shoes, no rings, no earrings, no hair pulling. Mm-hmm. You can tap out. I think that she would like Mr. Glass in that movie with Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Like if you just even touched her, she would go. You know what? I think the opposite. I think this is the thing. I you think, think she can scrap. Not only do I think she can scrap, I think she'll get downright getro you on you. So? I think Ivanka. I think this thing about her. Look who she had to grow up with. Mm-hmm. A daddy hitting on her. I'm sorry. He the way he talks about her. I yeah. can't. Um, I'm just saying. Mm. I believe that there's a chance. I'm not saying, but that often people do things like this to affect themselves in this way. Mm-hmm. It's to hide the inner crazy. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like it is like I'm like she might be a crazy alcohol bitch. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if she pulled a razor blade out that weave. Okay. All like right. that kind of that kind of ready to fight, like prison fight. Yeah. All right. Next up, this is from uh, Jimmy C. You know, you got the highlighted part, but I can remember like some of the parts. Well, this thing, the, read the first part and then down at the end. Okay. 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 He says, this is Francis and Angela. There have been, uh, there's been a dark cloud lingering over my head since November 2016. Us too, Jimmy. Everybody. Everybody. And I want to thank you for everything you do with the final word, as well as uh, Fridays and guest hosting with Stephanie Miller. I've been thinking about uh, meaning to, uh, and meaning to, email you for a long time, but I tend to procrastinate. We all do, Mm boo-boo. And also, I have, I also have so much to say that I didn't even know where to start. 
Okay. And he says, I won't finish, but I'm starting. You women are incredible. This is a great start. This is great. By the way, you women are incredible is always a good start. You give me hope that good people exist and that we can come back to this fucking shit show with humor, intellect, and reasoning and swearing. I appreciate that. Don't give up the swearing. Aww. I want you to get a network show or a cable show. But until then, <laughs> we need people to call this a quote unquote administration and their supporters out for their bullshit. Sometimes there's nothing else to say but what the fucking fuck <laughs> preach thank you Jimmy C and Jimmy you're wonderful mm-hmm. um, and also I'm hoping we can play this audio for you um, at some point on in here but he sent us this his son who's adorable adorable cute, adorable cute, adorable but he's three years old at the time I guess he's four now and he he's just like we've, we've tried my wife and I've been very careful to not talk around politics around him and so that he you know you don't need your kid knowing that we, we think that we all might die tomorrow like you don't need that right so but somehow he's picked up that Trump is mean so he made up a little song Mm-hmm. Uh, all by himself and he sings Donald Trump gross face put him in a dirty, ho- dirty hole Donald Trump gross face put him in a dirty hole and it is the most adorable, it is really adorable put you in a dirty hole song you've ever heard it is great it is great it's the best song Donald Trump gross face put him in a dirty hole Donald Trump gross face Put him in a dirty hole. I wanted it as my ringer. I know. Somebody's got to auto tune tune it. <laughs> yeah, because it is. I mean, and he's so cute. I'm like, see the children now. Mm-hmm. Just like animals. Yes. That's why. That's right. That's why he don't like dogs and birds don't like him. That's right. That's right. Didn't that eagle try to attack him or something? Yeah. Remember that? All the time. I hope he should have plucked his eyes out. Yeah, because there's nothing inside that skull. <laughs> so that's going to come up empty in there. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Don't be hungry. Now it's time for the resistance wrap up. We give you something actionable that you can do as members of the resistance, and you are doing it. Yes. Trust me, it's it's hard, Dana, but we are we are winning. This is the thing: the Republicans have the numbers, but they they have not been able to slam through their BS. No. So keep on your calls two zero two 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 four three one two one and other things. First, we want to make an announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of resistance wrap up, we are going to be, if you're in the LA area on May 24th uh, at the Regent Theater here in Los Angeles, we are joining, we're going to be a part of the third annual Fun Lovers Unite. Yay! It's an evening of music, comedy, and gun sense. And the, it's it's a, it's thrown by the Women Against Gun Violence um, Committee organization, who we've had um, a member, their uh, executive, she's a director of outreach or executive director of outreach. I'm going to get her title a little bit wrong. Holly Dexter on one of our dialogues, which you can listen to if you go to the Fine Word Podcast. Um, they sponsor this event, and it's for people who are survivors or have been their lives have been touched by gun violence. They can come in free, and other people you can buy tickets and attend. And it's all for this wonderful organization. Uh, and it's we're going to be hosting, emceeing it, and you'll be featuring a lot of cool people. Yes, Sarah, Sarah Silverman, Moby, Josh Gondelman from the John Oliver so, Show. Uh, just great, great, great people. Lots uh, and lots of people. And music. There's uh, Open Mike Eagle, uh, Kurt, I can't say his name. Is it Braunholer from the yes. Big Second Comedy Central? Yeah. Jonathan Ames, uh, Gene Hurst, and the band. I like this band, Dengue Fever. I was like, oh my gosh, she didn't yeah. even tell us that. Yeah, she did. And we were still going to go. That's and we right. didn't even know. So um, it's you. if you can't go but want to help, you can also sponsor a ticket for someone who uh, maybe can't afford to have a ticket. Uh, so you can go to the HTPP. Well, I'll put this all up, but it's the uh, WAGV.org. Um, and then they have a donate place for the hashtag Fun Lovers Unite. But yes. that is on the 24th. Yes. 
So come and on then, out. Um, in terms of um, another group that you can do something for, we'd like you to take a look at if you have some time. The Fulfillment Fund at fulfillment.org. Nine in ten of Fulfillment Fund students who graduated from high school in 2015 enroll in plan to go to college versus five in ten of the students in low-income communities nationwide. That's a huge amount of people. The Fulfillment Fund's mission is that they're dedicated to making college a reality for students who are growing up in educationally and economically under-resourced communities. So when you give to the Fulfillment Fund, you're making a targeted investment in the future of our community. It is 100% privately funded and like we said, nationally, only about half of high school student graduates from low-income communities enroll in college, let alone you know necessarily get through it. So this organization is dedicated to making sure Sure that college is a react can be a reality for everyone. Mm-hmm. So we really like you to if you have a chance to check them out and do what you can for them. Fantastic. You know, um, we also, you know, you can follow us at Frangela Duo. That's right, and all the social medias, mm-hmm. the Twitter, the, the um, Facebooks, and the Instagram. Oh, a little bit on the Snapchat. Yeah. Um, but and it's D-U-O. Yep. And you can write us at Frangela08 at gmail.com. That's right. We answer all of our emails, so please do. It is us. Yes. And we want to thank our producer, Joy Sil- Sylvia. Wow. Joy Sylvia. What is going well, on with you over read. there? I can't talk. What is going on? It's Joey Sylvia. It's not like it's what's her name, oh, Gina. You know what? You know what it is. You know what it is. I'm looking at Joey Salvia and Jack Silver. Oh, and you put them together. I put them together. That's weird. Golly. I want to thank Lindsay. Lindsay's new here in she's our podcast. Yeah, so she's she's producing. She's thank you so much for listening to the final word. In the summer of 1996, four people were murdered in a small town in Mississippi. A black man named Curtis Flowers was convicted of that crime. I'm Madeline Barron, host of In the Dark, an investigative podcast from American Public Media. The new season of In the Dark will examine why this man has been tried six times for those murders and why one prosecutor is determined to send him to his death. In the Dark Season 2 launches May 1st. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. Donald Trump, gross, fake, put him in a dirty hole.